0: Welcome Welcome to Rise to the Top, a college football betting podcast with your host and number one college football handicapper, Freddie Wills. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of this podcast. Going to get to all of it today. Best pick, worst pick, biggest bet regret from last week. We'll talk about all the misleading finals, there's plenty of them, lots to get to, lots of strong leans on this podcast today so look definitely hungry looking forward to it it's my first losing week in six weeks so I'm definitely looking forward to and I already like a lot of th- uh, things on the board this week so uh, make sure you tune in before we get into it this is a word from our sponsor at the end of a hard week it's great to sit down take some time off and watch some football game winning touchdowns on two-minute drives running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them there's nothing else like the NFL, and there's no better way to make the games even more exciting than a bet on them. So do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. Don't forget, where you're betting is just as important as you're betting on, and mybookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where I play and where you should too. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now. my, my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code WILLS, W-I-L-L-S, to activate the offer. That's promo code WILLS to activate your offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Also, make sure you guys... Subscribe to Freddy's Premium Sports Picks Newsletter. Free at freddywills.com. So we had a rough uh, loss last week. 4-3 and three on the season. Uh, plus 1.2%. So... Uh was four divided by seven, fifty seven percent against the spread. That's pretty damn good. We are twenty-five and fifteen against the spread over the career for the newsletter. And you know, that's an even sixty two and a half percent against the spread. So Syracuse last week um ended our two week winning streak on the newsletter. It really came down to another missed field goal with the Syracuse, unfortunately. Um definitely not a bad beat. They lost that game, but um, you know, uh we'll rebound and win again this week. Uh, that's, that's just what we do. So make sure you guys subscribe. Uh, I had a few people unsubscribe after that pick doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm going to keep going, keep winning. So make sure you guys subscribe over at freddywills.com. So let's recap last week. Uh, it was a rough week. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, I'm always fully transparent here, um, at freddywills.com. That's, that's the number one thing I do. All my picks are released minutes after the game starts. Uh, So they're released on Twitter, released on my website. So, you know, I mean, those of you that have followed me over the years know, um, you know, I don't hide behind losers and I, you know, I don't gloat too much with winners. Five and nine this past week, uh, ending our five week winning streak. We had three games that honestly, I feel like we were on the right side that just didn't work out. Florida state losing by a half point against the spread Washington Huskies losing uh, plus three losing by one point against the spread both had leads for most of the game that they blew. And then the lions on Sunday blowing our teaser, which they covered the entire game. And then Kirk cousins up five points hit a 60 yard pass with like less than five minutes to play to win by double digits. Uh, Losing our our uh, teaser on Sunday, we still had a profitable NFL this week, going two and two, hitting our you know, max play of the day again. Uh, you know, flip those three games, and we sit at eight and six for the week, plus eleven point seven percent, instead of five and nine, minus nine point two percent. And then it's a sixth winning week. But sometimes you lose games, and we are used to it. Always rebound. This is why I'm keeping this package for this week. Who uh, for those of you that didn't take advantage. It's $99. You get pro and college football, guaranteed profit, or two weeks for free. Uh, so those of you that were on it last week, you're getting two weeks for free, and you know, you're know you going to get two winning weeks, and uh, I think it's definitely worth it. So make sure you check that out. My best pick of the week, Air Force minus three over Hawaii, uh, as they won by 30 points for an easy late cover. I, you know, I'll be honest. This game started at 11.59 my time. Uh, I didn't watch the game. I actually handicapped it late as well because uh, it was one of the many games I you know, I didn't get too thoroughly this past week because I got food poisoning, uh, which knocked me out Friday night and Saturday. Um, so it was really tough to have energy, especially when, when you, you have a kid at home as well. Um, it, it was tough to go through some, some more college games that I wanted to. Um, uh, unfortunately, I wish some of the games I gave out, I didn't. Uh, like Wisconsin, minus 31, my worst pick of the week. Uh, obviously they lose the game outright. Uh, this was for, for, you know, this was a free pick at least. So it was my lowest confidence, 1% play, thank God. Um, you know, listen, the, the reason I gave it out was uh, my algorithms that I use as part of my handicapping process. Um, all 12 of them thought Wisconsin was going to win, no no big deal. But in the situation that they were in, um, and over 10 years of data, uh, teams in this situation where all 12 agree, and it's a road favorite of 28 plus points. It's 22 and six against the spread, so I had to take that seriously. Uh, then, then I, you know, I, I dug a little deeper and I saw Illinois just very bad and explosive run defense. So, you know, that's obviously a quick way for Wisconsin to give points. And I also saw Illinois, um, you know, they turn the ball over a lot. Uh, so I thought that, you know, obviously Wisconsin with the way they play, they they could score on defense. We've seen it all year long. We've seen it in the past. This just seemed like a spread that they were going to cover and they were going to shut out Illinois. Um, unfortunately, they didn't. Um, and uh, my last part of the handicap uh, was the fact that Illinois just came back from uh, a game against Mishcons- uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, Michigan, the week before, uh, Michigan was up 28 nothing in that game, and Illinois came back came running back 28 to 25 before Michigan put them away late. Uh I thought Wisconsin would have their Wisconsin would be fully involved in this game. Uh Illinois would not sneak up on them for that reason alone. I thought that they were going to win by 35 points or more. Um I didn't think that they would be looking ahead to Ohio State. They obviously were in my opinion. And um you know, it really confirms what i felt for a long time. I, I you know, Paul Chris is not a very good coach. I, I wouldn't say he's not a very good coach. I think he's a little overrated. Uh, but anyways, people were sending me funny emails on this because there's a lot of people, a ton of people, uh, over a couple of thousand that get my free picks only. they don't, You know, they don't invest, in, and that's fine. Some people don't, you know, I wouldn't even recommend you invest in a handicapper, um, even if you're successful like I am, unless you have the bankroll. If you don't have the bankroll, you shouldn't be buying picks. Uh, you sh- should just be... You know, getting the free picks from quality ha- campers. But anyways, I, I I couldn't believe some of the funny emails I got because, listen, this is just one pick. And I get my free picks are on a bad run right now, 4-11 and 11 over my last 15. It's over on freddywills.com. You can check it out. Again, I'm the only handicapper out there that I know of that allows you to go to their page and one click, one click of a, a button, one click of a button, you can download all of my records, all my picks for over 10 years. One click of a fucking button. You can do that. Nobody else does that. I At least show me who does because uh, there's a reason why these handicappers hide their shit. Uh, and I'm not saying there's not good handicappers out there. I know a bunch, and I talk to a few that I respect. Um, again, it's, it's, it's some of them, I don't know why they don't want to put that on their website, but that it, it, it's the truth of the matter. So I'm not hiding anything. 4-11 were my last 15 free picks. I get these guys are frustrated, but again, 61-42 over my last 103. Uh, it's right around 60%. So I I don't really think anyone should be bitching about that. Uh, I mean, it, it sucks if you just came on, you know, in the last uh, year and I'm, I'm four and 11 or my last 15, uh, I get it, but that's going to turn. And, uh, listen, uh, these free picks go on hot runs. They go on cold runs. And right now, if you want to stop playing these, that's fine, but that's always the wrong time to stop. You always have to buy low and sell high, in my opinion. Uh, this is a long-term uh, game plan here, and I have proven it over and over that I know how to win long-term. Sorry for the long-breath uh, response on my worst pick, but uh, definitely was a little passionate about that one. Bad beat of the week. You know, I, I would not call either of these a bad beat per se, but Washington and Florida State, again, they ha- held leads in their games uh, we lost both by a combined one-and-a-half points against the spread. I think that's really what the bad beat is, is the fact that I, I lost by a total of one-and-a-half points against the spread. Uh, you know, we had the same issues last week. Uh, in fact, five of our losses over the last two weeks have been by a combined five points against the spread. Uh, I'll give it to you. Iowa, uh, hosting Penn State, uh, really should have won that game uh, if you look at the box score or at minimum covered. Uh, They missed a field goal. So uh, at minimum, Iowa should have covered. Uh, We had Florida. Uh, Florida was up by seven. Uh, We're getting 13 points at LSU. Uh, They turned the ball over a couple times down in the red zone of LSU. Well, we lose that game by one point against the spread. Just brutal, 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 brutal. And the last one, which was not as bad, but it was Syracuse plus four and a half. They lose by six. They miss a field goal. Uh, that cost us that game. So, um, I mean, you you flip those games, and 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 uh, we're talking about a very different situation. But look, I I would say that a good portion of college uh, football or just handicapping in general are coin flip games. And sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you get unlucky. Uh, it definitely evens itself out over the long term. Uh, I want to make sure that I'm, when I'm handicapping, I'm I'm making. I, I'd rather be in those games where I can win or lose. Uh, by a coin flip, then be in the games where I just make a bad pick and Wisconsin uh, loses as a 31-point favorite. So um, overall, not a terrible week, but it could have been a lot better. Uh, Some bets I regret not making, and and, um, this one's rough. Baylor plus four was the biggest one I had wanted to play and didn't. You know, I heard all week uh, Mike Gundy off a bye for Oklahoma State. I heard uh, Baylor missing their middle linebacker every sharp and media square was on Oklahoma state. You know, I wanted to play it Saturday as the line continued to climb. I think it closed five and a half. And in my advantage, obviously with it, uh, you know, plus four was what I was looking at. My algorithms like Baylor loved Baylor. Um, and I just chose. I mean, the middle linebacker thing really probably spooked me the most because he was a signal caller on that defense. And, um, but, um, you know, I was a little bitch and I didn't bet Baylor, bottom line. Um uh, there's bet regrets every every week that, you know, I don't make. Um you know, some I I'll start adding some of the ones that, you know, I didn't make that were losers. Um let me check. I still have my uh my full list of leans here and uh Southern Miss, uh I didn't I didn't bet and and they ended up losing by 15 uh but close game throughout most of it. Uh, another one uh, um, Ole Miss plus six it was that was a one point loser against the spread Um, so I'm glad I didn't make that bet Uh, they were on my lean list here so uh, there's a few others Uh, Army minus six and a half they lose the game outright again Uh, so I'm glad I didn't bet that that one Um, so it goes both ways uh, but the same thing, uh, Florida and Memphis were on my leans. The, the line kept dropping on Saturday. Memphis all the way down to minus three on game day. They went easily. And then the same thing with Florida dropping from seven to three and a half. I thought we were getting line value with Florida there. Um, both both teams were in great situational spots. So, I, you know, if that was the reason why I was dropping. Um, I know Florida had some injuries on the defensive line, which was key. And then the weather uh, looked really Dicey early from Kyle Trask from Florida. It looked like he couldn't get the grip on the football. It looked like he never threw in the rain before. Uh, So that was another issue in the game, but he he definitely recovered from that. Uh, Overall, the the whole entire game, he didn't look great throwing the ball, um, and that was the reason. So um, those are the games that kind of – I'm not going to touch on these again. Some of these could probably show up in in the games that I would want to touch on and and talk about leans, but uh, since I I don't want to beat a dead horse. So uh, let's jump right into the misleading finals here. Arkansas State plus six. Uh, Actually, another player of mine I gave out earlier in the week uh, was a tough loser considering Arkansas State had more first downs. Then Louisiana Lafayette, they were only minus 23 yards and even in turnover battle, but they lose by 17. Uh, This game was closer than the final score. I did see, you know, an Arkansas State defense that just got worn down by the awesome running game of Louisiana Lafayette. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Uh, You know, Arkansas State will host Texas State this week, and and the Lions dropped 13.5 to 11.5. If it keeps dropping, I may be a buyer on Arkansas State who's still fighting for a bowl. Uh, but no lean here as uh, Texas State also fighting for a bull. And have they have 16 days to prepare for this game. So I think that is an advantage for Texas State um, when we're talking about this game here. Fresno State beat UNLV. Oh, and Lafayette has a bye this week. Fresno State beat UNLV by 29 points. But th- this was misleading as UNLV was in the game It was a four-point game with two minutes left to play in the half before they give up a touchdown to go down 11. Fresno was only plus 75 yards in this game. UNLV turned the ball over five times. Fresno State remains on my fade list. I did not fade them last week, uh, but uh, there have been just six teams in the last 10 years. I'll keep talking about this. I've talked about it multiple times on this podcast and in my handicaps of games, Uh, and the last ten years, only six teams have won 19 or more games against the spread in back-to-back years. Years combined, Fresno having won 20 uh, the last two seasons, entering into this season. Those teams, the third year, are just 41 and 63 against the spread. That's 39.8% win percentage. Uh, the following year, uh, so definitely good, good spot to fade. It it makes sense. Uh, it's not just a lousy trend. Uh, you know. These teams are overrated. They lose a lot of talent, especially with a group of five team. I mean, they don't just read, just keep uh, plugging in talent like the Alabamas of the world. Uh, so, again, this week, Colorado State, plus 14 off a bye, fighting for a bowl game with a tough schedule. One of my favorite leans on the card this week uh, against Fresno State here, uh, even though Colorado State going on the road. Houston beat UConn. Uh, 24 to 17, but they were outgaining this game by 154 yards and actually won the turnover battle by one. Uh, they were three touchdown favorites, didn't cover the spread, uh, but they, they they shouldn't have won this game, let's be honest. Uh, it was a tough, t- it was tough for a Texas team to travel this far and then play in the cold. Uh, this week, they are back on a short week to face SMU, so they got to go all the way back home. Tough, tough spot there for that uh, session but that's definitely factored in this line. As this this line in my opinion is inflated. Uh, Houston, fourteen half point dog. Um I'm not so sure this isn't at a neutral field, actually. Uh which would make more sense. Let me just double check here. Uh because I'm I'm Houston. Sorry, I forget what the stadium uh, that they play at. No, no, this is at Houston Stadium, I and mean, I, I get SMU uh, doesn't have far to travel, but um, I, I just think 14 and a half points. SMU, obviously, creeping in the top 16 now. They were featured on uh, Game Day last week. ESPN, everyone was talking about They just crushed Temple. They backed up everything everyone was saying about them on ESPN. Uh, crushed Temple, 45-21. to 21. Everyone saw it, uh, but that was a Tough travel spot for Temple last week, a team that has not played well on the road at all. So I think this is a classic, classic sell-high, buy-low situation this week with um, SMU versus Houston, Uh, Houston plus 14.5. I'm hoping the line doesn't move. Uh, I definitely need to dig into the game a lot more before I make that an official play. Again, I have a process. I'm not going to just – just one situation isn't going to get me on a game – uh, so uh, definitely going to be uh, looking at that more. TCU, uh, another one of my uh, favorites of many handicappers last week, to beat Kansas State on the road is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, and and honestly, they should have, but uh, TCU, not a team that I want right now as a favorite, uh, but the loss was, was misleading. TCU, plus 100 yards, plus eight first downs in the game, Uh, They were 0-for-1 on fourth down, while Kansas State was 1-for-1. That seemed to be the difference in the game. Uh, TCU, somehow, this is the head-scratching spread of the week for me. Uh, Just a one-point dog against Texas this week who struggled with Kansas. Uh, So I get that. But last I saw, Texas has a quarterback and TCU doesn't. Uh, You want to go fade Texas now? Go ahead. I, I don't don't really do well, didn't really do well for those who faded Boston College after they got upset by Kansas. And then uh, Texas was just in a va- like a major flat spot uh, following the Oklahoma game. Uh, it's a fishy line for me, and I'm sure Texas has a ton of injuries as they've been battling with those. Um, but, I, I mean, even with 71% of the bets on Texas – I, you know, I'm going to be looking a little deeper at this game, and I might have a Texas ticket and be riding the game with all the the public here. Tulsa outgained Cincy by 60 yards. They lose 24 to 13. Uh, they did cover the enormous 17 point spread, uh, but I, despite, I mean, they had five turnovers in this game, 12 penalties that cost them, uh, but they should have won this game outright. Uh, Tulsa was a lean from my algorithms that I ended up not playing last week. But if they like Tel- but if the algorithms like Tulsa again this week, they're they're a ten and a half point home dog to a Memphis team that just crushed Tulane. Memphis also has SMU on deck, so a major look ahead spot for Memphis there. Uh leaning Tulsa this week. Duke in Virginia, another misleading game in and actually the final score of Virginia winning 48 to 14 and the total points scored 62 Virginia winning. I mean, these teams combined for 557 yards in the game. Duke had five turnovers in this game that actually obviously helped uh, put up a lot of those points for Virginia. Uh, Virginia has a, they have a solid defense, but their offense just is not very good and they'll have to get it together against a hungry Louisville team this, this week. And uh, they are three and a half point road favorites. I'm not so sure Louisville wins that game outright. Um definitely lean Louisville, although I want to see their quarterback situation this week. I wouldn't touch the total in this game uh because Louisville's defense is play I mean they played a, a 62 to 59 game just uh, a couple of weeks ago against Wake Forest, so um uh speaking of misleading uh t- 22 to 20 in the Florida State uh Wake Forest game. Um, I'd have to look at the total, but uh, I think you might get value on on the o on on the total being a little low for Wake Forest game because that, that that game was all weather related. Why it was such a low scoring game. Um, so definitely things to think about. Uh, before we touch on the last two misleading finals, and we'll have a few other games we want to touch on with some strong, strong leans, including a big underdog that I think is going to win outright this, this week. Uh, it's either going to make my card uh, as a money line dog or uh, if if I get that seven, right now it's at six and a half. We'll talk about that all in a second here. Uh, before First, just want to remind you guys, Subscribe to Freddie's Premium Sports Picks Newsletter, free at com. Third year of this premium newsletter, 30% return on investment, 60% against the spread. One email, once per week. Subscribe at FreddieWills.com. All right, so Michigan outgained Penn State by 134 yards. Uh, They were plus 12 first downs in the game against Penn State, but were two for four on fourth down. They couldn't get off to a great start, which really cost them in this game. That might also be the reason why they outgained Penn State. Penn State might have went a little conservative, which really isn't their style under James Franklin. Um, Michigan just a one point favorite against Notre Dame this week at home. Sixty eight percent of the public are on eighth ranked Notre Dame. Uh, I lean Michigan just because uh, I, I think it's. I, I if you wanna if you wanna back like Notre Dame, a higher rated team in the polls. I mean, everyone's backing them 68% and the spread's not really moving. Uh, You know, you're going to lose more, more times than not. So right now I lean Michigan. I may just not play that game. Uh, Notre Dame is overrated. Michigan's overrated. I don't think either team is a top 15 team Uh, for Penn state. they, They now go on the road to play a physical team for the third straight week and they are a 6.5-point road favorite at Michigan State, who's off the bye. Michigan State definitely needed that bye after Ohio State, Wisconsin. Uh, my opinion, Spartans win this game outright. However, I'll probably wait for a plus 7 on this game. But I think the Spartans win this game outright. Uh, I think Penn State's overrated. I think that um, them going on the road after those... those. I mean, listen, they they had Iowa, and then they had... Michigan, two physical defenses, and now they got to play Michigan State, another physical defense. If Michigan State can keep this game close early, um, I think they'll wear down Penn State in the second half. Uh, I think the Spartans win. And uh, let's just add to it. Let's see what Penn State has on deck because I'm very curious about that. Uh, And they're going to be getting all the love this week, as they should. Look, they're undefeated. Um, I just don't think they're a top-ten team. They got Minnesota on on deck. Uh, they'll, they'll have the buy. So um, again, uh, I might not play Michigan State on the money line because it, it it could be one of those situations. Uh, Florida in the situation last week where they're going on the road face South Carolina uh, is just very. I mean, they had a buy on deck. Like, could Dan Mullen get his team to just one more game? And we got a buy, guys. Same situation here with James Franklin. So. Definitely digging deeper in that game. I think it makes my card if the if the spread touches plus seven, which I think it might. As soon as that hits, I, I I'll probably grab it right away. Tennessee loses to Alabama thirty five to thirteen. They cover the spread, but what was more impressive was their defense in this game. They held Alabama to three hundred seventy seven yards. Uh, you know, I I have questions on how they might show up the week after their biggest rivalry game, but against uh, South Carolina here. Uh, South Carolina just had a tough stretch too and and we're getting four points with Tennessee so uh, Tennessee's at home Uh, this game against Alabama was close though it was 28-13 with Tennessee going in for a touchdown to make it a one possession score Uh, they fumble the ball and Alabama returns it 99 yards for a touchdown to make it 35-13 and that was the final just a backbreaker of a play Uh, Tua did get banged up in the second quarter of this game so that was definitely part of all this craziness and why Tennessee played so good defensively better than any team against Alabama this year. Uh, but I, but I have been impressed with Tennessee's defense. So I have to say that. And and when you're getting a good defense at home as a dog against a team that is not great offensively, let's be honest. Uh, you have to look at them getting the outright upset. Uh, I just wish they could stick with a quarterback right now. Uh, Tennessee keeps flip flopping between the freshmen who I think is better uh and the junior quarterback so we'll see what happens there. Uh all right, so three more games to just touch on that I thought are worth mentioning. UCLA Stanford. Stanford beat Washington, but then they get blown out by UCLA being outgamed by two hundred fifty seven yards a game. I uh, in this game I i don't get it. I i mean obviously Stanford third string quarterback and it clearly showed I don't think uh I could get to the window with Stanford the rest of the season. They're just too inconsistent. You don't want to bet a team that's inconsistent. UCLA might be a bet on team the rest of the way. However, um, I mean, they did this last year, they started slow and then they, they came down the, the rest of the year and played extremely well. Um, you know, I think they just can't had their best game. Uh, now they host number 24 Arizona state and they're just four point dogs. This is a team that got some key guys back off suspensions recently that may have had a big impact on this team. Their d- defense looked completely different last week. They go up against an offense that is is not particularly good in Arizona State and getting four points. You know, I, I don't want to bet Herm as a road favorite. I want to bet him as a dog. Uh, UCLA has value right now and they need to win four of their next five games. Go to a bowl game. They still do have a good coach. Uh, they have two extra days to prepare for this game. I mean, this this is UCLA season. They win this game, um, they could be looking at going to a bowl game. Uh, UCLA, UCLA is a strong lean this week for me, for sure. <laughs> Miami, uh, you can't make this shit up, guys. They lose outright to Georgia Tech as an 18-point favorite at home. Uh, Tech was off a buy, and I can't believe I didn't look at this game. Because uh, with Jeff, I mean, a lot of people are calling Georgia Tech unbettable. I bet them a couple of times this year, or or definitely have looked at them. Uh, I can't remember if I bet them once or twice, but... Um, Look, Jeff Collins spent his, his days as a defensive coordinator at Florida. I thought he would have known Miami. I, I, I definitely wish I looked at this game. And we all know Miami has offensive line issues. And, and Georgia Tech's defense is a little underrated. That's where they have experience on that team. Um, and, and their head coach is a defensive guy. So that's where they could make their money. And uh, Miami did not deserve to be an 18-point favorite. Um, this, this line this week, uh, under a touchdown, I don't get it, against a pit team. Uh, which leads the nation in sacks among the leaders in Havoc rate. Uh, this Pitt team uh, going up against a, one of the worst offensive lines in the country. And uh, they're five and a half point favorites at home. I, I don't understand it. Uh, Pitt has nothing ahead of them in uh, an extra day of rest. And uh, Miami has Florida state ahead of them. So I need to look into this more uh, strongly towards Pitt. I thought I was done betting them because, you know, I already won so many times with them. Uh, Pitt may be, they may be a great teaser candidate this week. Purdue, last game here, Purdue, even in total yards with Iowa uh, on the road as an 18 point dog. Purdue beat them the last two years and Purdue still playing without two of their best players. Jeff Brown is a good coach. And it seems as though he's just developing the players he's got on his team Uh, and they're playing, you know, decent ball considering the situation uh, Jack Plummer threw the ball 50 times and only had one interception on the road and one sack that impresses the heck out of me on the road at Iowa maybe Iowa's in a flat spot after the Penn State game but still um, Iowa not a team that is typically in a flat spot or hangover game That that's just not the way that that program works so Purdue plays Illinois this week off their shocker uh the previous week uh but you know, I, I I at this point I don't want to bet Purdue as a favorite. They're nine and a half, ten point favorite. They opened a seven and a half point favorite, got bet up to ten, probably just because teams people are fading. Uh, what Illinois did? Uh, look, Illinois. I, I don't want to fade a team that that's playing hard. And Lovey Smith's got that team playing hard. They're not giving up. And uh, Purdue does not deserve to be a ten point favorite. I'm sorry, right now. Um, so I, I would be looking to get involved with Purdue as a dog at this point. Um, so no no play for me. Iowa goes on the road to face Northwestern as a ten and a half point favorite. I, Iowa has no business being a double-digit road favorite right now against a good defense. None whatsoever. This team can't score points. They're having issues. Uh, Lee Northwestern, what have other teams done the week after playing Ohio State? Because you could say that there's a good situation here because uh, Ohio State's blowing everybody out, and they're just that good at this point. That's what it looks like. Um, so maybe the next week, teams – are getting inflated spreads. Uh teams the following week after Ohio State, uh, it's pretty even. They're 4 and 2 straight up and 3 and 3 against the spread, so nothing really there. Uh so that wraps up uh, today's podcast. Uh, definitely looking forward to uh this week of college football. A lot of good games on the card, a lot of leans. Uh it's probably going to be a large card for me just just uh the amount of leans that I'm going to be going through, probably 30 games this week. Uh my my average is about 20, so Uh, I think I'm going to have a big card this week, so make sure you check out my uh, College and Pro Package, $99 for the week, guaranteed or two weeks free. We've profited five of the last six weeks, uh, as I mentioned in the intro, so make sure you check that out at freddywills.com. Thanks again for listening, guys, and good luck this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Freddie Wills College Football Betting Podcast. If you are still listening to this podcast, you are really into college football betting. And if you are really into college football betting, you should consider following my premium plays, especially my play of the days, which have hit roughly 60% against the spread over my 10-year career. If you aren't into paying for picks, that's totally fine. There are many reasons why I wouldn't even want you to, especially if you don't have the bankroll. In that case, you may want to consider visiting sportsbetcapping.com for free picks from over 70 handicapping experts. That's sportsbetcapping.com for access to free picks on all major sports. Thanks again for listening to this podcast, and as a reminder, please leave five-star reviews on iTunes and take advantage of my premium pick newsletter absolutely free at freddywills.com. Uh, one more thing that I forgot to mention you guys. I'm throwing up a contest on Twitter at Freddie wills. I'll pick the largest underdog to win outright this week, and the winner will will get some uh gear of from a team of their choice. We did this contest two weeks ago uh, so make sure you check it out twitter uh, I have uh that post pinned to my profile page where you can uh respond and have a chance to win some gear. Uh, sent to you uh, right after this week's college football games. All right, take care.